Hey guys, this is Chaitan. And this is Abby. And welcome back to Who Got Next, episode 62. So we're about three days away from the NFL draft, which is this coming Thursday. So to wrap it up, we're going to go over the NFL over-unders on, bo- on the AFC and NFC side of the South and the West. So we're going to start off with the NFC, with the NFC South, with our defending Super Bowl champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are sitting at 11 and a half wins. Abby, what are you taking? Easy over. They went 11 and five last season. They ended up winning, I think, they were their last four. Well, technically, they ended up winning their last eight, if you consider the playoffs and the Super Bowl, obviously. But 11 and five, bro, like 11 and a half, 12 and, 12 and five, easy, 12 and five. in my opinion. This division got worse. Drew Brees is gone. Uh, Jameis Winston, listen, that's going to be fun to watch. Jameis Winston versus his old team. That's going to be fun to watch twice a year. But I don't think the Saints, you lost Emmanuel Sanders. Well, you cut him. You didn't lose him. You cut him. You did it yourself. You cut um, uh, Cook. So you still have Michael Thomas. You still have Alvin Kamara. I don't think this team is going to be as good as it's been recently over the years. So they're really only competition, I think, is the Falcons. And we'll get into them later on. But the division is not even a question. Last year, they lost the division, obviously. But I don't think that problem is going to happen this year. And Jameis Winston, I think he will be solid for them. Plus, this is his career he's fighting for, to be honest. He sucks it up this year. He's done. He'll be a backup for the rest of his career. Uh, so I think 11 and a half, listen, I picked them to win the Super Bowl last year. I, I may do it again, even though I'm a Vikings, I'm a diehard Vikings fan, but 11 and a half, I think it's easy up, easy, easy over. Yeah. I'm taking over here too. I can see them get probably, I, I don't think we put anyone, any team in this territory right now, but I think I can see them at 13 wins. Uh, obviously Number one issue is like they had difficulty. They they lost both the regular season games to the Saints. I don't see that happening again. Uh, Carolina, they did they sweep Carolina? Yep. And they swept the Falcons, I believe. Yeah. Or did they split with the Falcons? Uh, regardless of that, it's just you know you lost two games to, and they're blowouts to the Saints. And we saw what they did to the Saints in the playoffs. Do I see them doing the same thing to the Saints, uh, the Saints doing the same thing to them again? No, I think by the time that they played the Saints twice, Tampa Bay didn't have their identity figured out. And once they had their identity figured out, they won eight straight. So I can I, I put them in the territory of probably having the league's best record this season. Like 13 wins. I think the league's best record comes down to um, the Bucks. We'll get into the other teams, the Rams and the Chiefs. Yeah. Not being biased in my own team, obviously, but yeah, I'll put those three teams. But I think yeah, we both agree on that. This should be easy over 11 and a half. Barring injuries, obviously nobody predicts, can predict that. Yeah, we put Green Bay at 12 and it wasn't, it, the, their division hasn't change as much either so this i i don't think uh it's hard to argue that hey the bucks win 12 13 games 
And then we go to the second team, which is the Saints at nine. I think this is this is the hardest team for me to judge. I, I'll, I'm going to say push. So I think they win nine games. So that's not over. It's not under. I That basically means I would not pick take either side on this. I would say push. I think they end up nine and eight. That's the record I think they get. I don't think they're god-awful. I don't think they're great. I don't think they can be great. I think they'll be okay. Nine and eight. Could you make the playoffs with nine and eight? Yeah, because last year a nine and seventeen made the playoffs. So why can't they? We'll see about that. I think it's a simple nine nine wins push. Stay yeah, away. I think, I think yeah, push is probably the best option here as well. Just think, you know, their offense might be stagnant, but their offense was also stagnant parts of last year. Their defense has, you know, slightly deteriorated. They finished what eleven and five last season. Saints, yeah, twelve and four. I think it was. They won the division. So they won the division. They were at least eleven and five or twelve and four. Those are two records. Yeah, they went twelve and four with a stagnant offense and a great. The team is good because they won games with Taysom Hill. Yeah, like they had, even though they might have a semi-stagnant. Some some of those offensive games weren't amazing, right? Mostly their defense won, but they also cut a bunch of their uh, what Janoris Jenkins is gone. A couple of def- defensive players. I they don't can't see them. Afford the roster they had. Yeah, they, that's the number one issue is that they couldn't afford the roster they have. Do I see them, you know, with the same kind of defense last year? No, but that defense can win you games even if that offense can't. So yeah, I think they'll be closer. Five hundred nine and eight sounds sounds about right. Would I be surprised if they go under uh, five hundred? No, but I think this roster is. A nine and eighteen, and now we move on to the Panthers. They just got a new QB, Sam Darnold. They have the eighth pick, and we God knows what they're gonna do if Justin Fields is there. Do they take him? I don't. I don't know. God knows if the NFL knows. I don't even know if the Panthers know what they're gonna do. But seven and a half right now. Last year they were a solid team with a lot of injuries, and they lost a lot of close games. So seven and a half. Um, you lost Curtis Samuel. You didn't really lose anything else. Obviously, Sam Darrell's on your QB. Seven and a half. I think I think the division is too tough for them. I think they would go under here, depending on what they do with the eighth pick, also. But for right now, I'll take the under here probably by half a game. I think they go seven and ten. I mean, I'm gonna take the over and they go eight and nine. They one, you stated they lost a bunch of close games. And two, depending on what they do with the eighth pick, I think that makes a world of a difference because... So if they take a rookie QB, I think that would make it go. They, that yeah, would lean more towards it, under. Yeah, if it's a rookie QB, I think it goes under. Yeah, but if they if somehow not, get Kyle Pitts, that's a like, whole different bar- argument. That's a different argument, but I think if they fortify the offensive line to give Sam Darnold some help, you already have a guy that he like throwing to and Robbie Anderson, I think it can make it. And if Christian McCaffrey can stay healthy, I think it. they have more weapons than the Jets ever gave them. So I think I'm high on Sam Darnold just because we actually haven't got to see what Sam Darnold looks like. You know, his, his offense, uh, whatever, he, his offensive weapons that he was always throwing to were either always injured, suspended, or he had mono. So I'm, I'm high on Sam Darnold. I think he has a good year. I think they go with 
probably I'm hoping they go with an offensive ta- uh, tackle at the eight, eight spot, but we'll see. But I'm going to take the over at like eight and nine. And then the final team is a team that I kind of was high on last year. They just – they you talk about losing close games and the ways they lost. It was disgusting. But the, the Falcons, seven wins, new coach. Um, obviously, they have the fourth pick. Fourth pick meaning they could get a QB. They could get Kyle Pitts. They could get Penny. So they can do whatever because – and I, we all know now, especially after all the interviews, press conferences, the first three picks will be QBs. So Atlanta basically can do – they started off, they can do whatever they want. They can get the best skill position. They can get the best protection. They can get the best defensive player if they feel someone's justifiable enough to be picked fourth, which I don't think anyone really is based off of an evaluation standpoint. But seven wins. Um, their defense was a sus last year. They really didn't make it that much better. They lost Kanai, uh, they lost Neil. Uh, they lost uh, Casey. They lost um, Allen, Ricardo Allen from the secondary. They listen. They, their defense has been. They still have uh, Grady Jarrett. They still have uh, Dante Fowler. So they still have some. They have some pass rush. But oh my god, this is so tough. I, if I were them, I would trade down. I would trade down, and they need a lot of help. Offense is not a part of the help they need. They have plenty of offense. Their defense was just – they were the worst-ranked defense, pass defense, last year. Yeah. So – but seven, I think, is too low. Matt Ryan probably knows this is it. If they suck it up this year, it's done. So, I think over. I'll take the over here. I think the Falcons can end up seconds whole division. If I'm being honest with you, I kind of see him take Kyle Pitts on Thursday and just throw on on – Offense that just tries to outscore everyone. Yeah, but I don't think that's gonna that's the thing. I don't, I don't plus Arthur Smith, the new head coach, is an offensive um coordinator from Tennessee. He's an offensive coach who uh I don't know how who they have on defense. So I named you the two players I actually remember. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, no, I can't um is Tack McKinley still there? No, he'd been gone. Oh, he'd been been gone. Yeah, I have no idea who's on that defense. Um, but honestly, I think this is one of those things where the Titan down there is Hayden Hurst. Okay, so that's not a bad thing. I mean, yeah, the most realistic thing for them to do is either pick a quarterback or dra- or trade down. But given... Arthur Smith's history with tight ends, with you know, Delaney Walker and John Smith. I can, I still. See well, he. That's the thing. He has the uh, the the he of he has the security. The um, Arthur Smith. He has security. That listen, this is my first year, and the GM. This is my first year. We have uh, a long way to go here in terms of our future in this location. Matt Ryan doesn't. Yeah. So yeah, they, so, they. I think they're over on. I'm gonna go with the over, but I think a lot of what they do this season really relies on the draft because they can literally do anything with that fourth pick. That 
as much as we want to speculate, yeah, it could be Kyle Pitts, it could be Justin Fields, it could be Trey Lance, it could be, hey, we'll trade down with with uh, New England and, you know, get a guy like Stephon Gilmore. They can, whoever else wants to make the move to four. Maybe it's Denver makes the move to four. They can do whatever. I'm, I'm going to go with the over just because Matt Ryan can win you games. Um, I think they have a better roster than the Panthers, and I'm going with the over on the Panthers. So, and then the Saints are pretty vulnerable. So, I'm gonna go with the over, but they they pretty much hold. The Saints have a first round pick, I think, if I remember no. correctly. No. So yeah, they they really are. They are what they are right now. Simple as that. They really can't improve anything. Yeah, they are what they are, and I think the Falcons can easily take, you know, the Saints and Panthers because they're both vulnerable. Well, I think that's how we see this division so far. I think this is clearly not even uh, the Bucks division to lose because I don't see any way they do lose it, barring, knock on wood, an injury to someone like Tom Brady, of course, and that's not something we ever want to see. So I think that's clear and simple. But now we get to a division that's – Probably could be the worst. Well, the second worst division second in the worst. game. I, I quickly remembered the NFC East. So I think this and them, this is the AFC version of the NFC East, in my opinion. So we have the AFC South. We have the Colts first with 10 wins. They were a playoff team last year with Phillip Rivers. I think they will go over 10 wins. I think they could easily go 11 and 6. 11 and 6. Carson wins. He's with his coordinator, Frank Wright, again. Listen, they got. T.Y. Hilton back, Michael Pittman. They got that running game. They got the O-line. They got the defense. They have their picks. Actually, I don't even think they – do they have their picks? I don't even remember the Colts. Yeah. So, the Colts, Carson Wentz, listen, he, he's been good most of the time. Last year, in my opinion, it was more of a front office problem than a player problem. But regardless, this is probably the best O-line he's behind because the other O-lines he's been behind have not stayed healthy. But they have the best running game, potentially best run. Marlon Mack will be back with um, Jonathan Taylor. They have tight ends. Zach Ertz, I, I'm surprised he sounds like untraded yet to the Colts, but I foresee probably a draft day trade where he gets traded to the Colts maybe tomorrow. I mean, that's tomorrow, Thursday or Friday or whenever. But if Zach Ertz is on this team, then that just makes it even better. And I think the Colts, they go 11 and they win this. Div- forget, they win the division, of course, and over 10. Yeah, I'm going with the over 10 here. And one, they haven't given you any reason to believe that they won't win the division itself. Two, I expect a big year from Carson once because he's, he's going to be in an offense that he's comfortable with. Uh, interviews with like T.Y. Hilton and players, they're like, yeah, no, this Carson Wentz can really throw the ball. Um, I'm seeing a couple different mock drafts with with the with the Colts. They pick at 21. They they have them picking the uh, defensive end out of Georgia, Az- uh, Aziz Ojulari. I think you got that right. Right, and then <laughs> him. You know, just the Forrest Buckner just made a world of a difference for that defense. And then you still got Darius Leonard in the middle. So, like, that defense is great. You know, if they can get 
an offensive weapon, like, you know, we just talked about a Zach Ertz trade, or maybe, you know, get someone to line up across from Michael Pittman. That's like a true number one receiver, like, you know, Bateman or someone later in the first round, you know, just get Carson Wentz as much help as possible and you'll see him take off. And given that the Texans are in this division and we don't know what their status is, over 10 wins is pretty easy. And then we get to the other team that we feel can compete with this team for the division that has the Titans, nine and a half, so half a game difference. I think they go under by half. I think they go nine and eight. Um, they had AJ Brown, love him. Derrick Henry, love him. They really ain't got nothing else. Corey Davis is gone. Adam Humphreys is gone. John Smith is gone. They really did not replace anybody there. Their defense, okay, they lost um, Clowney, but they never really had him, to be honest. Bud Dupree, ACL, uh, I think he got his money. I think he's a very good addition to this team, but I still think this team is sus on defense. And their, and their offense has, in my opinion, one receiving option. And obviously Derrick Henry, of course. But I think this is the year they go back. They may, I don't know, they're not going to be garbage or bad like that, but I think they'll be mediocre. Nine and eight seems reasonable for them. And that's what I see because last year they split with the Colts, I think. I think they split with the Colts last year. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they beat Houston both games. They beat Jacksonville both games. So they basically feasted on the division going five and one. They finished with 10-6, I think, if I'm not mistaken. 10-6, yeah. Yeah. So the division is still that bad, I think. I don't think they're going to – I think Jacksonville can actually beat them probably maybe one game because of – all the obviously the first pick, they have another first round pick. They have multiple, they have multiple picks, and they have added some players in free agency. But nine and a half, I'm going nine and eight. And the Titans are okay. That's what they are. The Titans are I. That's what they are. They're I. They have a superstar running back, and they have a superstar, well, star to superstar level receiver. But and Ryan Tannehill is good. He's good. Last one, I'm putting you at nine and eight. So. I have them under uh, under as well, but I think you know nine and eight, eight and nine, both just one game apart. I think wouldn't so every, all the points you stated are correct, but their secondary is god awful. They added who? Janor Jenkins, Jenkins, and they still have Bur- uh, Byard. Uh, Byard. I think that's that's basically their secondary. Right. So Dory Jackson's gone. Dory Jackson's gone. Uh, Malcolm Butler's gone. Yeah, those are your starting corners from the a- AFC uh, division game. So, like... And they weren't good anyways. Yeah, they weren't good anyway. So, you're telling me that whoever... They actually played in, decent against the Ravens, but the Ravens don't throw the ball like that. <laughs> yeah, so, they only play so. decent because, because, yeah, number one wide receiver down there is Hollywood Brown. And Hollywood exactly. Brown doesn't really get the ball. They ran the ball down your throat, though. Lamar Jackson himself killed them. Yeah, and guess what? Like, your top run stopper on the outside was Adoree Jackson because Adoree Jackson could keep over. Well, he has the speed to stay in in the in in the vicinity the vicinity of Lamar Jackson. And I think we agree. Ryan Tannehill, he's good. He had a resurgence career. 
but he you are not going to be a threat because he is your best player. Well, one of your best players, in my opinion. He's no. good. He's decent, but he is not a game changer by any means. And here's why I want I can see them even go eight and nine, even even seven and ten is Arthur Smith was the offensive coordinator. Your offensive coordinator is gone. I mean, I understand if you're running, if you're still going to run the same offense. Listen, in my opinion, I can be the offensive coordinator. Give the ball to number 22, give it yeah. to him 25 times, and then when he's tired, let me throw it. Yeah, but that's a damn offense. Who are you throwing to at this oh, point? Oh, they're throwing it to one dude now. I'm not saying draft somebody. There's exactly. only one guy. So, like, great. So the Colts have a couple good corners. This division is so lacking. This division is lacking star power. The one yeah. star who will we get to has his own issues going on right now that we do not want to judge yet because we don't have all the facts yet. But if they're true, then this team is just lacking star power. I mean, yeah, we have the one guy who could have been a star but completely broke he down. He is a star. Let's be honest. He is a star. He's just in a very, very, very troubling situation. No, no, I'm talking about the Colts quarterback. Who? Philip Rivers? Be... No, this Andrew year. Luck. No, this year. Oh, this year. I mean, Carson Wentz could right be. Right now, a he's not a star. I can't put him a star right now. I said he, he was. He was one. He got to find could. that shooting star again. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like he could be a star, but he's kind of broken right now. Yes. So, like, there is literally zero star power until we get to the team we're going to talk about right after this one. But. Jacksonville at six and a half. This, I think this is an easy over. Six and a half. I'm going under. Really? I'm going under. I don't listen. That Trevor Lawrence, those those messages, bro. I'm still not over them. He got to prove me wrong. He got to prove me wrong. Simple as that. I'm going with the over because their defense was pretty banged up. They have really good. We we talked about this that they're they're off. They had one win last year, bro. One win. Hey, the if they go five, if they go six and tw- 11, that is a huge that improvement. True, actually. And that is what I'm going by. They're not, I don't think they're going seven and 10. Uh, yeah, no, I'll take the under. So that I like that six and 11. I can see that. Exactly. That's what that's I'm a going five by. Game, that's a five game improvement. And they had a couple close games in the beginning, but then at the end, they were just got awful. I mean, they were tanking at that point. So they that's why my and Trevor Lawrence he's a rookie at the end of the day. I mean, yeah, he's a rookie, but he could also end up being actually. We don't in know my that. opinion, like Lamar Jackson's rookie year, he went to a team. He was picked thirtieth, so yeah. he went to a team that was loaded. He went to a loaded team. Mahomes went to a loaded team. He didn't even play until the next year. Who else? Kyler Murray. They, Kyler Murray went what five and eleven? I think they were garbage his rookie year. So, and they don't have a D hop. They don't have, they have good, they have decent players. James Robinson is a solid running back. Great story, Chark. undrafted, Illinois State. Um, LaVisca mm-hmm. Chenault is solid. DJ Chark is good. Marvin Jones is going to be really good. They don't have a tight end. Um, the O line is okay. The O line is okay. And the defense is CZ, they got CZ Henderson last year, which is a top pick. They got uh, Chase on. They got Josh Allen, the DN, not the quarterback, the DN. Um, their t- D tackles aren't great. Their sa- safeties aren't great. So figure it out. they got a lot of picks this year. Yeah, but that means they're gonna be rookies, bro. That's what I'm saying. They they they're going to be good. But next year, I'm gonna go by next year because next year 
you play a lot of rookies. I haven't seen their schedule yet, really. I didn't look at the schedule like that. But listen, for them, and if they go six and eleven, that's that's pretty good. I'm that's sure. pretty good. Year one of this uh, experiment that they got going on. All right, so let's wrap it up with the Houston Texans, who are at under. I'm half. done. I'm done. I rest my case. They had how many wins last year? I think three. Yeah. Three, three, four. I think they have. They went three and thirteen, didn't they? Well, they had the third pick, so it just happened. It just so happened that the third pick went to Miami. So they were that bad with Deshaun, no legal issues. JJ Watt, all those players, garbage. Now he may not play. He may be traded. He may be cut. I don't know what's going to happen. Regardless, this team, you lose Will Fuller. Your only weapon now is Cooks. That's all you have. And the defense was god awful last year with JJ Watt. And now you lose, bro. They could go winless, but he probably won't because we've seen the Jets win games. So. But five wins for them, I don't think they're getting five. Unless Deshaun Watson plays, even still, I'll take Donda there. If we're talking about, let, let's be honest here, who they have. They'll probably go three and 14. I say three and 14. That's their record. They went four and 12 last year. If Deshaun Watson plays, I could see them going over. That's it. Deshaun Watson plays, I still think they go four and 13. I'm gonna take the. Oh interview. yeah, this is a. This may be. This is the worst situation in sports. Not. I won't say sports, but in uh, the NFL. I mean, in the four major sports in the U.S., I think this is the worst situation you can be in. You don't know what your star quarterback's gonna do. Right. You have an NFL owner that players don't want to play for. Your franchise face of the franchise for the last decade apologized for ruining a man's career or like early part of a man's career, wasting his prime. Yeah, basically, wasting his prime. Right on top of that, you are a, a year removed from having a double digit lead. Against the eventual Super Bowl champions, I, this is a pretty bad situation. You went from a playoff team to, you know, losing your third overall pick because, well, you played pretty bad and you thought you were going to be decent throughout your entire thing. You traded away your number one wide receiver, and then you lose your number two wide receiver. Because he was suspended because of... I think we've wasted enough breath on this team. It's we, can this, we can end this discussion. Right. And now we go to... Back to the NFC. This Probably time, in my opinion, potentially the best division. If not, one of the best... First or second best division in sports. I mean, not sports. In football. The NFC West. Where all four teams... Well, technically had a... 500... Mm-hmm. Over under total, but obviously this year eight and nine is not five hundred. So the, the lowest team, which is going to be Arizona, has an eight win total. But for the most part, we start off with the Rams at ten and a half. I think it's a simple, simple over. They could be the best team in the conference. I think they're gonna be they're gonna be one of the top four teams in the conference minimum. You actually have a quarterback now, Jared Goff. He's I at best simple as that. 
Matthew Stafford, I obviously I've seen him for a decade plus as a Vikings fan. He is phenomenal. This man, this dude's got Deshaun Jackson. You got Robert Woods. You got Cooper Cup. Bro, they got there. There's Andrew Whitworth came back. And the defense, I don't got to reiterate the defense. Two names is all you got to speak on. And three names, because I'm going to respect Leonard Floyd, former Chicago Bear. Thank God he's gone. The Bears are stupid as shit. Yo, he's a menace. And Aaron Donald, we know what he is. And we all know what Jalen Ramsey is. They did lose um, Josh Johnson and Troy Hill. So those are losses. But overall, the Rams... They upgraded significantly at the QB position. They added a deep threat. They added, and they kept the defense. You still have Sean McVay, 10 and a half. Let's be honest. First time Sean McVay has a real, real QB. Oh, God. Over 10 and a half. Yeah, this is easy over. What can you say about these Rams? It's just like, they saw an issue they had, and they made an NBA type trade where they're like, okay, we'll give you a quarterback and two first round picks. Just give us your quarterback. That is literally an NBA trade. Be like, okay, we have a star here, but you have a better one. We want yours. Here's what we'll give you first round picks on top of first round picks. Just give us that guy. Yeah, Matthew Stafford. Significant upgrade. He is the second best quarterback in the division. The division. Oh, okay. I give you that. I mean, I can't. I would probably. Uh, that's very tough because they're gonna be. He's on the best team. I mean, that's all I'm gonna say. He's on the best team. He's on the best team. I'm just looking at it like second best. I think. We'll know how good Matthew Stafford is. I mean, I think he's great, but he's finally on a team with a great. If he don't prove, if he don't win a playoff game this year, then everything that I was said about him negatively is going to be justified very soon. Agreed. His best friend is Clayton Kershaw, and Clayton Kershaw was great. I had all the numbers, but then they all came at him because of the playoffs. Same thing with one of his best friends' childhood. They played baseball together. They played sports together. They grew up together. Matthew Stafford, it's so ironic how this is actually the same situation. Now he's in L.A., same place where Kershaw is, and now he has his opportunity with this loaded team. It's the best team he's ever been on. Obviously, he used to have Calvin Johnson. But overall, team is the best team he's ever played for, best coach. With all due respect to Jim Caldwell, this is the best coach he's played with. Listen, no excuses. The Rams, new stadium, everything. Let's go. Even though I am not a Rams fan, I hope they burn because they're in the NFC. I'm just being unbiased with my statement here. But then, now, we go to the team that was just in the Super Bowl two years ago. And now, three days from now, they will be having a new starting QB based off of what Kyle Shanahan said. And so did um, John Lynch. Ten and a half. Listen, everything I want to say points to over. But if they got a rookie QB, which is what they're basically saying, I'm taking the under. Because at, the, at this point, I don't think Jimmy G makes a, is going to be on the roster by next Monday. So if their quarterbacks are Jimmy G, I mean uh, the rookie, Mac Jones or whoever, 
And then the backup is C.G. Beth. I don't even know who their backup is right now. But if that's their options, listen, man, run game, scheme, whatever. He's a rookie at the end of the day. And that rookie against the Rams, oh, God. Good luck with that. The rookie against Seattle and Arizona, that's not a picnic still. So, 10 and a half, I think they go right there, 10 and 7. Yeah, I think that I'm going to pick on that 10 and 7, too. That's what I was thinking. I'm just like, yeah, no. Against the Rams, you're telling me you're putting up a rookie qu- I understand it's not like Bill Belichick is calling that defense, but that defense has two Hall of Famers on it. Like yep. that, that I think that's going to be their biggest issue. Is like now the other two teams' defense not that great. I can see them perform well against them, but I think ten and six is a good place. I personally, you know how I personally feel is that I think they should take Trey Lance or Justin Fields and have them sit behind Jimmy G, but I don't think they want to do that. If they don't do that, then what what make you say that they don't finish eight and nine, nine and eight with the rookie uh, with the rookie uh, quarterback? So I got to take the under here. Now we move on to the team that we this this team with the Saints is the most confusing team because, in my opinion, they added help for Russell Wilson, but then the defense got worse. And the defense towards the end of the season was playing great, in my opinion. They they were keeping the the the, the uh, Seahawks in games because the offense. Once the offense got bad, the defense got good. And once the, when the defense was awful, the offense was great. So it's a it was a whole roller coaster the whole season. They had the best QB, like you said. We had that little bit of a little bit of a dispute for a second, <laughs> but Russell Wilson is still top five QB. He was in the. He's always in the MVP to start the season, and then falls flat on his face because of God knows what reason. But you still got Jamal Adams. You got Bobby Wagner. I have no idea who your corners are. You have Carlos Dunlap. You don't really have any pass rush. Um, nine and a half. Oh my God! It's just Russell Wilson's on this damn team. I. So, it's so hard to judge. And they they have the they don't even have the draft pick because they traded it to Seattle. I mean to the Jets. To the Jets. So, oh my God, nine and a half. That's sad. Have... To, really? It's come to this. You still got DK. You still got Lockett. You still got the running backs. Oh man, I'm gonna say what? over just because Russell. I'm gonna say ten and seven. All because of one man and one man only, Russell Wilson. I'm going with the under nine and eight. Like, great. You can out. Okay, you're going to try to outscore everyone, right? Let, let's just take that as the thought. You're telling me Arizona's offense can't keep up with you? Well, they, yeah, they split against them last year. Right? So that's AJ Green, D-Hop, Christian. And God, Kirk, they made, they're talking about getting a receiver in this draft. Kyler Murray, et cetera, et cetera, right? Okay. Um, Jalen Ant- Ramsey pretty much owns DK Metcalf. So you're not going to out you, – you can try to score on the Rams' defense, but the Rams now have a quarterback. So if, they're, if, they're off, uh, if their defense can keep you off the field, their offense can score on you. The, the Niners' defense is pretty good. So you can try to outscore everyone, but if you're – Well, defense- that's why, we, in my opinion, I said this is the best division in 
or one of the best divisions in, in football. football yeah. Because so, we know that the, this team, this to be honest, this there could be three teams from the division. Obviously, all four can't go because that would be insane. But I think three teams, two are definitely, two definitely could be. I can see three teams. Yeah, going to the playoffs from the division. But yeah, but I, I want to believe it. I I like Russell Wilson's style of play. It's just one, he's getting up there in age. So is he just gonna con- like? Is he just gonna continue run for his life? Well, if what he's getting he up there in age, then so is Stafford. He's younger than Stafford. Yeah, but Stafford has a pretty good offensive line compared to. I think I think Seattle did upgrade the offensive line a little bit. They got they got. Rodney Hudson or Gabe Jackson. I forgot which one from uh, the Raiders. Yeah, Gabe Jackson, but yeah. So you got Dwayne Brown. Second, he's the second most hit quarterback in in the league since he entered. Well, so, that's why I think we both agree this is very, 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 very confusing. I, I have to take the under because until they prove that one, they can stop another offense, right, and the offense can click at the same time the defense is clicking. It, 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 if if this team keeps flip flopping, they're they're pretty much a five hundred team. Well, you can't be five hundred, Titan. So I, I'm taking the under. All right, even the over of even if you take the opposite of the five hundred is still 900. under. So you're taking the under regardless. Well, all right, and now we go to the team with the most expectations: the Arizona Cardinals. Eight wins. I think this is an easy over. I understand their division is very, very hard, but you got D-Hop, you got A.J. Green, you got J.J. Watt now. You're going to get Chandler Jones back, which is a huge player to get back. You have your draft pick. The running back, they lost Kenny and Drake, but I think they wanted him to go, to be honest. He didn't live up to his expectations, to be honest. He was was hurt a lot, too, a little bit. So, eight wins. They lost Patrick Peterson. They signed Malcolm Butler. They still have Buda Baker. They had their they had their pick last year. Their their um the Clemson guy, dual do it all guy, Simmons, oh, Simmons. Yeah. yeah. So I think eight wins. I think they go over. They have the most potential in this division. Yeah, I'm going with the over. They missed the playoffs this year, bro. I'm firing that dude, Mr. Versace, Mr. I. I I'm I'm no, whatever. This house is amazing. The dude, bro. listen. Good for him. He got that job and everything, but he had no business. I'm not hating on anybody, but he had no business uh, having this job. And then they got Kyler Murray, and and now you have everything at your disposal. From everything we've been hearing, the first one they have is going to go to a receiver, likely, or a weapon. So, I don't know. Simple as that. If you can't succeed this year. Yeah, just finish. What happened? I said you finish what you're saying. I think yeah, that's it. I think I think Cliff Kingsbury, if they don't meet the playoff this year, he's fired. Or should be at least. Correct me if I'm wrong, but he was fired as the offensive coordinator, then got this job, right? He left. He got the OC job at USC and then dudes like oh, I remember did after a week. He got fired. Yeah, but before that UC job, he got fired. No, well, he got fired from being the head coach of Texas Tech. I swore I thought he was an offensive coordinator. No, no, he was a head coach of Texas Tech. He had Mahomes. 
Yeah, Baker Mayfield for a while. Yeah, no, if you if you can't win with Mahomes as your quarterback in college, I don't know. You, there, there's a lot to say. About and that's how we are now here. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the over just because it's very hard to say that potential for this team with DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk, AJ Green, Kyler Mon- Kyler Murray as your number one quarterback and wide uh, running back. So gotta take the over here. I think they finish at nine and eight. I don't think they make the playoffs though. Mm. They are one of those fringe teams. They are one of those fringe teams. But that is how we see the NFC West, in my opinion, possibly one of the most entertaining drafts. I mean, not drafts, divisions to watch for this upcoming season in the NFL. Obviously, we're going to get a better understanding of when these teams play. March, May 12th, and the schedule is finally released. And now we go to the final division to cover. That is where... The team that everyone loves and the, the young gun is at, that is the AFC West, with the Chiefs having the highest win total out of all the teams. That is 12 wins, and that is very high as a very steep price, and I'm still going over because that means they got, they're going to lose four games. And to be honest, I think they can, they're only going to lose one game in their own division. That is potential to the Chargers. I don't see the Raiders being able to hang with this team. I don't even see Denver being able to hang with this team. So five and one, the division seems very possible, if not six and zero. Oh. And he did, we had the breaking news: Orlando Brown uh, on Friday, where Orlando Brown is now a chief. And then you added uh, Tooney, you added um, Tardif back, uh, Klein. Listen, this team is back—not back, but they've always been there. And the only real loss you really had was Sammy Watkins, and he was always hurt for them, anyways. So, 12 wins, over. Chetan, thoughts? I mean, I got to go the over here. They saw an issue they had. They fixed that issue. And it wasn't even like you fix the issue by upgrading. They, like, upgraded, upgraded. They got one of the best left tackles in the league who was playing, who was even a great right tackle before um, Ronnie Stanley went down. Yep. Right? They got one of the most highly sought out guards in the league a couple years ago in Joe Tooney before he before he signed what, a franchise tag with the Patriots and then signed a deal with the Patriots. They just got him. They're getting one of their better... Tardif is the other tackle? No, he's a big guard. The, they're getting Tardif back, yeah. another guard. So, and then uh, Coleccio Assembly will be back from injury. And then I think they got another. They got. No, they have Kyle two Long. seconds. They got two seconds. They got Kyle Long back, and they got two seconds where they can add depth wherever they want. The the job Brett Veach has done with. He's pretty much saying screw the scout uh, salary cap. I have no idea how he's doing it. Well, he's doing it. So you got to take the over. This team saw an issue, fixed that issue. And honestly, the like you said, the one team that can beat them in this division is, is the Chargers because they have a pretty good pass rush. But other than that, it's 
kind of hard to argue. Patrick Mahomes back uh, back and healthy. This offense can still run, even if they even with uh, them losing Sammy Watkins, they still got a ton of weapons. And as you mentioned, now we go to the only other team, in my opinion, that's worth being discussed in this division. That is the Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers. Still got you seeing that. Nine wins, Justin Herbert, Joey Bosa, Keenan Allen. They got studs, Mike Williams. They have the 13th overall pick. And new head coach, even though I don't, I didn't like the hire, to be honest, of the head coach. But we'll see. It is what it is. But cheat, uh, nine wins, I think this is also over because they were also a team that was with a lot of close games. And they had a rookie QB and a ton of injuries. And they still won seven games. So I would say over nine wins, that shouldn't be that too difficult for this team. Yeah, I got to go with the over here. Just the improvements that I believe that we're going to see in Justin Herbert. He, There was zero reason he should have walked on that field and performed the way he did. We're, all, we're so used to... Uh, you know, rookie quarterbacks being rookie quarterbacks that, you know, he just showed up, lit up the league, right? So I, I don't see any any reason he won't do that again, especially in a division with, you know, okay defenses. Um, other than that, Brandon Staley, who they hired as the head coach, is, was led the number one defense in the Los Angeles Rams, and he's got pretty good pieces in the Chargers defense if they can stay healthy and uh, Joey Bosa and uh, Derwin James. So, yeah, I got to go with the over. I think they go 10 and 6 probably. Ten and 6, 10 and 7 you. 10 and 7. I'm going to get going to need some time getting used to that, but uh let's move on to the team that probably has the most potential in this division Denver Broncos who's overall the most potential is the Chargers I mean I well I don't know I like Denver last year as well they're over under seven and a half like we, we were just discussing it last week they maybe if if Drew Locke is who Drew Locke is meant to be, they're running back away from, you know, competing in this division, I think. Because they got, what, Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, Noah Fant, Jerry Judy. The running backs are decent. If they, if they can figure it out, I think they're a pretty good team. I'm going to go with the over. Oh, this all rides on that man, Locke. Can he lock it in? Can he lead this team? That's a good one. Oh, my God. Seven and a half, but I'm going to go over with you, too. I think eight and nine, nine and eight, definitely possibility. So many of these dudes are making it, break it, bro. So I think there's no chance anyone can take the Chiefs on in this division. Chargers have the best chance to do that. They played them really close. They actually won one game, but that one of those games Mahomes didn't play. But still, I think, yeah, if, if we're just going to say Denver – Potential, everything. Vic Fangio, hot seat potentially if they lose a season. Von Miller's back. 
Bradley Chubb will be back. They got plenty of players. So seven and a half. Let's go over. And that is how we see all the over-unders for the mm-hmm. NFL and all the divisions and all the teams. We forgot the all that's left is the NFL draft. We forgot the Raiders. Oh, man, screw the Raiders under, bro. <laughs> what a waste of money. What a waste of money. John Gruden, overrated beyond compare as a head coach. Everyone says that he won that – when he won that Super Bowl, it was with Tony Dungy's players. He has not been – if they don't win this year, if they don't make the playoffs this year, bro, here's a 10-year deal, I don't give a fuck. I'm, I cut him. Obviously, Mark uh, Davis, the owner, I don't think he'll do that. But listen, man, you've had high picks. You've had your choice of players, everything, free agency, money, everything, new stadium. If y'all don't win this year or at least make the playoffs, then, bro, I need a return on my investment. That's four years of shit. And I like John Gruden. I think he's a great analyst. I think he's a great, like, personality. Bro, at the end of the day, bro, if you don't win damn games. So, seven and a half, that's how bad it is, bro. That Four years in, and that is the expectation. Over under is seven and a half for the Las Vegas Raiders. That tells you all you need to know. If they make the playoffs, okay, they're in the right direction. If they don't, watch. I think Thursday they're going to go get a quarterback just so he can buy himself time. I think that's what they're going to do. He's he's a smart man, and so is Mike Mayock. I mean, yeah, I like Mayock at his job. Clayton Farrell, he's okay. So those picks, Josh Jacobs, really good. Running back, really good. But then you bring in Kenyon Drake. I don't understand why you bring Kenyon Drake in. And then you have uh, Jonathan Abram. He's been hurt, but he's been he's been a good player. Every one of their free agency moves has been awful. And we don't even got to get into the Antonio Brown trade because that was a different level of a mess. But that wasn't really their fault. Yeah, I'm going to go with the over, and that pretty much wraps it up for uh, uh, over-unders on pre-draft over-unders. The NFL draft is coming up on Thursday, and tomorrow we'll be going over our mock draft. Tomorrow's a mock draft, bro. Tomorrow's a mock draft on the fly. I don't know who you picking. You don't know who I'm picking. I may just make a trade from Tampa Bay from 32 to number one. You don't know what I got, and I don't know what you got. Tomorrow is going to be what the draft really is. All these mock drafts, they don't know shit. You know who's going one. You know who's going two. You may know who's going three, but after that, you are straight up throwing darts and hoping one sticks because we don't know shit. All these mock drafts can kiss my ass, and that's where we are. See you guys tomorrow. We'll catch you guys tomorrow. Peace out.